Hello and welcome to this special episode of Timeless Perspectives. I'm Shreyash and my guest for the day is Ananya Bachpai. She is pursuing Bachelor's of Design in Fashion and Apparel from Footwear Design and Development Institute. She is bold, she is opinionated and extremely outspoken and someone whom I really admire. First of all, I'm extremely thankful to you, Ananya, for taking out time to do this podcast. You know, when I began this podcast series and and was thinking about people with whom I would like to record, your name was at the top of the list, and I consider myself extremely grateful that you accepted my invitation. The pleasure is all mine, Shreyas. It's always a delight speaking to you. Same here, Ananya. So, how have you been? It's been. a hard couple of months but we're carrying mm-hmm. on that's so nice so adanya before we dive straight into our conversation i'm curious to know what exactly are you studying at your university and how were you driven towards it okay uh i am studying fashion and apparel designing at my college mm-hmm. and to talk about how i was driven towards this course i cannot answer that i don't have an answer for that because mm-hmm. think about what drove me here to make this decision it was what the world brought to me oh so mm-hmm. i was a little girl i always loved making my dolls dresses and stuff and mm-hmm. i was really really drawn towards mm-hmm. the fashion like basically dressing up playing dress up all girls love how to play dress up mm-hmm. but then as i grew up the realities hit me the mm-hmm. world more mm-hmm. important issues like taking responsibility how much am i going to earn with this field how mm-hmm. am i going to go in this field so i dropped the plan and i focused on other subjects like psychology and stuff but oh. then how after my 12th mm-hmm. i faced i was fa- i faced two decisions i had to make one i had to choose one mm-hmm. between psychology and fashion mm-hmm. and i don't know something in me told me to not give up on that 7 year old girl who mm-hmm. used to uh, out all dresses from old clothes so i chose fashion and <laughs> didn't choose psychology wow mm-hmm. so yeah destiny played its part i think <laughs> and uh, i i actually have seen you translating your uh, hobby your potential into your reality and uh, yeah i i really wish you a lot of luck for whatever future has to offer to you well so as we move towards our agenda nanya you know which seems very intriguing to me feminist perspective on objectification of women i want to know how far do you think feminism has come in our society like how do you look towards it in its present uh you know shape first of all when we talk of feminism and the feminist thought it has numerous global manifestations and variations in a, in what it stands for and how relevant it is in what part of the world and it's so wide and varied that i don't think a person can attempt uh, to define it in its entirety however since you mentioned our society specifically i think india's feminism has definitely come a long way but the path has had its ups and downs mm. talk of india's feminism we think of intellectual scholars like lopa mudra and gargi fierce warrior women like lakshmi bai and rudrama devi freedom fighters like india's first modern feminist anandi bai joshi pandit rama bai kamini roy and of course savitri bai phule there are so many the list goes on absolutely right and the modern day feminists like our first and unfortunately our only female prime minister indira gandhi <laughs> and president i think uh, yeah. shri uh, pratibha patel exactly uh our society our uh, feminists have tackled numerous mm-hmm. numerous issues that women faced in our society concerning equality and uh, the objectification of women but mm. the mere fact that we as college students 
sitting in a small part of this huge country are able to be vocal about this issue yeah. and able to express our views it as individuals and the generation of uh, students and children that are growing up what taking their place in this world and they're aware about feminism and the problems that women face and they're not only aware they're genuinely invested in this topic it yes. speaks about how far we've come as a movement wow but mm-hmm. you know at the same time i feel the fact that we are still discuss- discussing issues <laughs> like yes marriage mm. female it's been generations it's been ages but we are yes. still discussing these issues it it is concerning so i think there's a long way to go yes but mm-hmm. i i can't agree more actually you 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 really uh, covered it all you 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 have said it all that you know uh, although we have come so far we are living in a completely mechanized and digitally revolutionized world you know but still talking about certain issues which are uh, as old as decades and ages uh, itself is concerning and i feel a lot of reflection is required in this direction so i have observed anna that when someone talks about feminism uh whenever you speak about feminism especially in public or in your social circle people associate it with female superiority when it actually means bringing gender equality you know and putting an end uh to 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 gender inequality what do you think about such a judgment because i have personally observed it a lot you know whenever you say that okay i'm a feminist people people just think that you promote female superiority instead of trying to establish gender equality so and to be more specific what is your idea of feminism and gender equality okay so to say that feminists are perceived as spreading female superiority mm-hmm. says how the patriarchal society has shaped our impressionable minds mm. you know mm-hmm. uh, a woman woman speaking her mind mm. should not be considered as she as a person who wants to oppress you mm. she should be considered as a person who wants to take your place mm. considered as a person who wants to take her own place absolutely right you the fact that women there are people who call themselves feminists and then talk about men hated and mm-hmm. how all men are trash mm-hmm. and all dogs mm-hmm. i do not consider them as feminists mm-hmm. there is a huge branch of pseudo feminists who mm-hmm. be the harbingers mm-hmm. of feminism in our society so and according to me what i feel feminism is mm-hmm. i think the basic the basic right to choice mm-hmm. is feminism oh mm-hmm. a person should be able to make their own choices without any superior power empowering them mm when a girl is given the choice to go to school and decides she doesn't want to go to school and stay at home and do whatever she wants mm-hmm. that is feminism when a girl decides she wants to wear short clothes and doesn't want to wear doesn't want to cover her whole body or when she decides she or on the contrary when she decide, decides she in fact wants to cover her whole body and mm-hmm. not wear shorts that mm-hmm. is feminine person should always have a choice to do what she what they want mm-hmm. according to me is the right definition of feminine because we've moved moved past mm-hmm. the rights to vote the right mm-hmm. the rights to you know speak up we are doing that and we are lucky that we are doing that but when our society reaches the point when we are able to make our own choices and not be judged for them mm. then i feminism will be 
success. Yeah, and and would be at its best. <laughs> so, like right. I have also observed this uh, often. You know, like there are certain things which are a fact which can't be denied, and I feel uh, it's it it would be in benefit of everyone if we accept it before it's late. You know, I will give you a very small example. There are certain things in which men can never take the place of a woman. If I give you a very small example, whenever I, for example, I, I, I say to my male colleagues, my friends that, you know, during the lockdown, I feel that it's a big, big and double burden on, on our female community, on women. Because if you think about a working woman, uh, she not only has to manage her professional life, face all the uh you know you call you, you can say male dominance not only at her workplace and then when she comes home she has to even do work uh of, of handling her family her children right which is tagged as so-called you know women's job you know so i feel these are certain things which we really need to introspect and we we, we have to reflect upon uh, because this is something i i can't imagine uh male doing you know of course exceptions are there but in general if you think that you know being a male uh during the lockdown also if i had to cook for myself if i had to handle children also and if i have to handle my job as well uh, my mind would literally explode but when i look at my women colleagues you know they are doing a lot so this is something i feel and uh, i don't become less male if i accept right that's that's a that's a treat to hear Hmm. You see, shares that is what we need to change. We mm -hmm. need to normalize men doing chores. Mm. We need men doing all the jobs that women do, mm -hmm. and we need to normalize women doing all the jobs that men that do absolutely without without being obliged to complete. Mm that are considered a woman's job yes she can be a businesswoman mm -hmm. and she want not to be a homemaker at absolutely and yes. she should not be judged for that I, I can't agree more. Yes, actually, which is a fact because, and this is something I, I don't know. I think all the moms hearing us will get offended, but I think, uh, to be honest, majoritarily, I feel it is always and always in the hands of all the mothers across there to remove this mentality from their, their children of job division, because I think it starts from there. Very basic things of this is a male's job this is a female's job washing dishes is a female's job but going to bring the grocery from the shop next door is a boy's job so these are the things which i feel our mothers can do wonders in changing the mindset of their children and especially of their boy child and uh, i think that will bring a lot of change i will wrap you there Definitely, but I'd like to add mm -hmm. that by saying that it's the mother's job. <laughs> mm. You see how the patriarchal society has shaped our mind. Yes. It's mm. the parents' job. Mm. It is the parents' job. <laughs> the person raising an impressionable mind is responsible mm. for the feeds in it. Wow. Mm -hmm. So, yes. Be it the mother, be it the father. The, yeah. They are all responsible for teaching our mm -hmm. next generation mm. that jobs are not gender. Mm. Right? Right. Absolutely right. And I'm highly apologetic for offending <laughs> our mothers listening out there. Uh, and yes, it is a father's job as well. Great. So as we move more towards our agenda, uh, since we are talking about, as I, as I said, objectification of women, which is primarily centered towards our entertainment industries and movies, which is also a very broad topic. But as far as my observation is considered, Ananya, people seem to be be highly influenced by them isn't it so why do you think the portrayal of females of women in our movies songs etc is bothering 
it's bothering for the mere fact that when women are sexually objectified it is not because our body is viewed as sexual mm. it is because it's not viewed as functional mm. fact that a woman's body is being sold on the media as a bulk of mass mm. and as a functioning individual is disturbing mm. the problem is definitely in how commun uh, sorry mm-hmm. the problem is uh, in definitely how capitalism has capitalized women's bodies mm. you know we are a mere object of making more money for their film and not a part of the film that adds something to it mm. when we talk about songs mm-hmm. been divided into normal musical songs mm-hmm. and then there specific item songs mm. in there's a girl being highly sexualized mm-hmm. and the name itself it demonstrates what we're talking about it's called yes. an it's not called a song it's an item the woman being portrayed is an item mm. and and the fact that they are being promoted like anything they are coming on different charts they are coming on different lists as uh, item number of the year as item song of the year and different titles are be- be- being given uh, to them is something which also offends me at times you see patriarchy is for being sexual and capitalism sexualizes women so mm-hmm. when a woman woman is being sexual by her choice mm-hmm. the society demonizes her slut shames mm-hmm. and calls her names yes but then at the same time capitalism sexualizes that woman mm-hmm. to her to exploit her yes and that is mm-hmm. so stressing that is and also so dichotomous you know uh if, so if it's exactly it's it's like the patriarchy the men they own us mm. and they <laughs> us whatever way they want yes like if 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 i give you a very very simple example you know the kind of society that we all live in and i think no one is uh, is unknown to this if the same uh, woman uh, wears short clothes and she is walking on the streets people call her names people judge her character people judge her judge her in all types of different ways you know which which leave her traumatized but if the same woman is working on to films she is coming on billboards and there if she is doing the same thing she is wearing shorts clothes and all then uh she is she, she seems entertaining to the same people so this mindset also uh puzzles me at time you know so what do you think about puzzling because mm-hmm. it's puzzling because you see the problem is not in what is being portrayed on that billboard hmm the problem is in how that billboard is being perceived by the audience mm. when mm-hmm. you see a woman walking across the street wearing the same clothes as the model on the billboard is wearing mm. you will not accept her mm. the model wears those clothes you will accept her because that's how our minds are being shaped because that's how we are being told that it is both fashionable mm. and not so one thing which really offends me and i'm sure that it it must be offensive to the women of our society as well is their objectification in songs and movies like when you take a look 
at the lyrics of certain songs i'm sorry, sorry to use the word but they are disgusting you know what is your take on songs where an actress uh, is being called jhandu bam tandoori murgi bijli ki taar hai pataka item etc etc you know there's a whole list of such offensive and vulgar words i would say even even if it's with the consent of the actress who is performing who's taking money to perform in such songs but still i feel it's ridiculous it is definitely really offensive to such songs and you hear them everywhere mm. everywhere these songs are being played played and you dare object them and you hear <laughs> you hear everything from everyone like too much patria mm. too much mm. it's just a song mm. the fact that are normalizing it by saying it's just a song mm. that's i think that's what we need to change mm. people realize how grave it is to call a woman an inanimate object yeah a, something that does not have any feelings or emotions of her own mm-hmm. and just just a non living object it is so gross we have normalized patriarchy we have normalized harassment we've normalized talking objectifying we have devalued a woman's agency her consent through movies and songs through yeah. bollywood and i'm sure that i am sure that people hearing this will say that the movie is meant for entertainment the song mm. is <laughs> but we have to move it's the 21st century and we have to broaden our perspective of entertainment absolutely open our minds and tell ourselves that if this is entertaining to us if devaluing another living person is entertaining then mm-hmm. we really consider where we are going as people as humans yes as a civilization uh, i i would say definitely as a society where we are heading if devaluing and dehumanizing a woman a person is entertaining to us and the, the matter of fact is that such people escape by saying that what problem you have when the female actress in the song itself has given consent and she 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 has no objection of it why are you getting so bothered when when in reality if we look at the black side of of this cinema the big black world of cinema the fact is that most of the female actresses they 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 don't really want to do it but to to earn a living to uh, because you know that's the way out it it is being said that if you are a female actress this is what you're meant to do because this is what which has been happening uh, this is something which has been happening since so many years like what i have observed uh, i really raise a question on 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 even the female actresses who are performing and even the female singers who are singing such kind of song that main jhandu bam hui main tandoori murgi hui yaar blah blah so many things are there so and like uh, lot many people as as i said who escape by saying they also reject the fact that female actresses go through a lot of stuff like i would like to give you a, a recent example which which i read you know i was recently reading uh, priyanka chopra's memoir you know she's a well known name and she recently wrote her book and uh, in her book she has written that she was portraying a sensual character for a movie uh, where where for the sake of entertainment her her character was very sensual in nature and and that's perfectly fine but uh, she was being asked by the director to 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 show her body parts and uh, when when she objected that can i wear more clothes so that uh, you know for for the song she had to remove her clothes you know one after the other for, for the song thing so she just asked her director that you know can 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 i put on more clothes so that i uh I, i i get more time and i don't reveal more of my body parts the director straightforwardly said to her that jo bhi ho 
her panties should be visible otherwise why would people come to watch the movie so this mentality is questionable because such people think that oh, this is the type of content which sells statements like these have come up on numerous occasions and they really make my skin crawl they make me so disgusted because they're absurd mm. we see a brilliant actress priyanka chopra for what she is and what she can bring to the screen with her acting skills mm. but are seeing what she can bring to the screen by showing her bare body mm-hmm. the viewers definitely there are some who will enjoy seeing i don't know mm-hmm. the male gay such and that's a whole different thing mm-hmm. but there are viewers who would genuinely like to see a good actress performing mm-hmm. for what she has been chosen for what she's known for in the industry so it's really it's really disturbing to hear and read these comments and that too by directors and creative people yes. like yes who 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 uh, i should not use the word but who at times leave no choice for for the women in the same industry because they openly say that you know female actresses are replaceable as if they are some prop and it's been normalized to such an extent it's been normalized to such an extent that we we too as an individual as if i'm being honest mm-hmm. if we go watch a movie like this we'll not question it immediately <laughs> we'll yes. watch it as entertainment it's been normalized to that extent that we are willing to spend our money buy the tickets and watch these things and not question it immediately absolutely and same goes i think with the fashion industry as well what are your thoughts about it i'm sure you must have observed oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. definitely there's a lot i'd like to say about the fashion industry but mm-hmm. the things that cannot be changed for because of the nature of the industry you know mm-hmm. we tell an image of what a person should want to be mm-hmm. that's what it is but the fact that there are runway models mm-hmm. there are magazine models and there are numerous other people mm-hmm. who have and are being sexualized on the on the mere fact that this is your job mm-hmm. this is what you are here for this is what you're supposed you are supposed to sell your body mm-hmm. yes that's what you do you are an object you are an hanger mm-hmm. clothes as a mannequin you display them a model is not considered a woman a person be mm. it a male yes I'm yes specifically yes. about women mm-hmm. a model is not considered as a person they are considered as an inanimate object whose mere job is to display the clothes a designer creates yes. in the best possible and there are definitely designers who are uh, like breaking the stereotypes mm-hmm. and portraying plus size mm-hmm. models mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. the list goes on there are the like mm-hmm. we are moving forward definitely mm-hmm. but models are still starving themselves yes. they have issues not many, many things yeah and to talk to draw from bollywood itself the movie fashion showed us mm. a woman a model a talented person is moved to the sidelines just because she or she does not conform to the stereotypes of mm. the industry absolutely and 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 uh, it it's a matter and of it's fact not just mm-hmm. the fashion industry it's mm-hmm. it's everywhere there are uh, fine art models who mm-hmm. model for artists mm-hmm. who sit in front of artists naked oh my they, god fact see the purpose of fine art models mm-hmm. was to portray the beauty of human anatomy mm. but in today's world 
they are being portrayed as they are on the brink of being called sexual workers yes when they are not doing anything sex related mm. they are just sitting there and modeling portraying the beautiful human anatomy mm. goes with job, male models as well yes be it male or female anybody the fact that a woman can sit bare bodied in mm. front of artists who are drawing her mm. when she the society doesn't accept her is disturbing mm. because they she is working mm. our bodies are functional we can use them for whatever we want mm-hmm. but then the grounds of moral mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. and not only models you know like like what i have seen uh after that you know like they are being judged by the people of their own industry the same artist who earns millions by drawing their anatomy by 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 uh, i should not say using them itself after after his or her work is done judges them that this is what you do and i and i know that how you are making money and how you have reached this far ignoring the fact that they have done tremendous hard work in uh making that physical posture as you said they are starving themselves and they are also suffering from that stigma you know there is a big stigma related to all this you know if someone calls them as model we expect them to be zero figure we expect them to have uh, six pack abs we expect them to have a super uh, sexy body you know so i feel they, they there is a lot of stigma associated with that as well if a model put on weight then she doesn't get work as if she has done her body has done some crime by putting on right so and and as you said that it has it's been definitely mm-hmm. concerning and what's more concerning is the hypocrisy of the people behind it yeah like you said the person who is employing them will not accept them as their employer out mm. of the industry like in the society mm. they when mm. the same person comes up to them they will deem them as their inferior and yet their whole and yet they don't realize that their whole industry depends on them absolutely i i can't agree more like you you give the example of the fashion movie you know madhur bhandarkar has portrayed the real side of the fashion industry uh it's not only the models which 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 a model has to give up and forget forget about the 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 models but she has to compromise with a lot of things and then even after compromising she doesn't get respect she is being treated as a replaceable object and uh, a lot many things you know like i think this is a very broad topic and discussion can go on and on yeah it can go on right absolutely and, and mm-hmm. fashion industry mm. objectification is in every industry yes. women have been mm-hmm. sports mm-hmm. Like, we have read so many new mm-hmm. instances about mm-hmm. women being objectified for what they wear in their sports mm. gymnasts mm-hmm. volleyball players mm. or, uh, and not just the sports person mm-hmm. the people who cheer for them cheerleaders yes 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 no even mm-hmm. though cheerleading is a very artistic gymnastic style mm. it's a sport mm-hmm. but the cheerleaders are considered as an object of entertainment yes as an of glamour the glamour of, mm-hmm. you know, add glamour to the sport you know and then there and are requirements to be a cheerleader <laughs> right so and not just in the sports industry like i have also observed the same thing in the airline industry like there are certain airlines i i i would uh not take the names but there are certain airlines who only employ female cabin crew what's the reason what's the mentality behind it i think the mentality here is a woman is not a woman uh, and she cannot offer hospitality if she doesn't have the looks for it <laughs> 
that is what the mentality <laughs> and how does that make sense i don't understand because hospitality is something which comes from the heart mm. people of india we believe in the philosophy of atithi deva bhava mm. and hospitality can come from any person be it a 60 year old woman mm. or a 20 year old yes so requirements of being in the perfect shape all the time and having the perfect face all the time mm. don't know what logic exactly <laughs> like i have also observed uh, there are a lot of black sides of it if they as, as i already uh, said and and i would like to reiterate it if they put on some weight or uh, if they take certain big decisions in their life they, they are forbidden due to certain contracts which they have to sign and certain other things as well so this itself shows the height of objectification right right and i feel in the advertising advertising industry as well if you look at certain advertisements be it male or female uh, model you know uh, if you look at certain advertisements of perfumes if you look at advertisements of some clothes you know there has a very you know like sexual side of it and and big objectification like for yeah, example in terms of male perfumes when when uh, when a female uh, a male actor is being shown as applying perfume uh, the the he becomes a magnet to attract females <laughs> as if they are bars of iron moving around <laughs> okay so i don't know if you observed this or not anana but in certain movies i have also seen a hero is trying to impress the female actor and in that attempt he's doing all kinds of nuisances like entering her bedroom forcefully touching her even kissing her forcefully chasing her what do you think about this and how does this unconsciously affect our youth there are a number of movies where this has been normalized mm-hmm. i agree there are a number of movies that have normalized this to name a few ranjna uh we are uh, we have seen how the actor glorifies talking and making a hero out of a man who ruins so many things in so many people's life because a girl doesn't accept him hmm. and it's not just in the movies it's very very prevalent in the real life as well because as we have grown through that age we have seen how people how boys of that age talk 13 14 year old kids talk about how you know mm-hmm. na bol hai wo ha hai yes iche pade raho maan jayegi right ladki agar na bole to iska matlab ha hai yeah and that's not that's not right because the concept of consent and the co- concept of what a woman and the concept of rejection has not been taught to yes. young if we like if we from the beginning start to teach our children mm-hmm. that when a person says no it mm-hmm. means no. and mm-hmm. I won't say all of Bollywood is wrong because the movie Pink famously said no means mm, no. Yes. Upon us, what we need, what we draw from those movies, if we want to draw how Kabir Singh, how Arjun Reddy glorifies mm. a man slapping her mm. girlfriend, she speaks her mind or whatever. If we want to draw that and be impressed from that. then that is our choice hmm. but there are numerous other good movies that teaches good and better things yes so i feel it's up to us on what we are drawing from the movies hmm. but definitely the multitude of those movies is very less as compared to these stupid films that we are talking mm-hmm. about hmm. and and you told me that the director himself 
uh, has that kind of a mentality. Can right, you please tell our listeners right, about right. it? Uh, so I've had a statement about Arjun Reddy's director, Mr. Sandeep Reddy Wanga. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, if you can't slap, if you can't touch your woman wherever you want, and if you can't kiss her, then I don't see any emotion there. My goodness. That exposes it's, his mindset. It, it's really disheartening to toxicity normalized in the industry, how uh, it's been romanticized and it's been portrayed as being an emotion, mm. an exp- emotion. Slapping someone, beating someone, being violent without their, and even expressing love sexually without their consent is disgusting and it should be stopped and its portrayal should be stopped. Absolutely. Because as you said, it has infinite impact on young minds. Because it has the- a huge impact. The way it has been glamorized, the way it has been normalized, as you also gave examples, this is ruining and spoiling young minds, I feel. It, it is impacting young minds in such a way that they are not able to differentiate reality from what's virtual. They feel if they, if they act like the hero in the movie, they are the hero in the real life they are the mm. main character in their real lives mm. they feel that superiority i've read so many disturbing news i've read news where it said a 13 year old a 16 year old boy mm-hmm. her 13 year old partner from oh my the god just because uh, she rejected her he couldn't handle rejection and he famously quoted Kabir Singh, Agar tu meri ho sakti, to kisi ki ho sakti. <laughs> And then they say that it's just entertaining aware. content. Right. Children are not made aware of the circumstances hmm. actions could lead to. And I think these creative people, I think if you are into that public domain, you, you cannot just say that I did it just for creative freedom or I it was just for a film when I, uh, in reality, don't promote it, don't support it. What kind of a hypocrisy is this? I think if you have gotten so much success, love from your audiences, is it, is, is it not your responsibility to show and promote healthy entertainment? It's definitely a huge responsibility on the shoulders of the creators because they need to understand the um, the kind of influence they have over young minds they need to understand the hold they have because indian cinema is something which is available to all the sections of the society at very nominal rates hmm. anybody be it a very successful wealthy rich man or a very poor man can buy a ticket and go watch a movie whenever hmm. wherever so the content they're showing to, and definitely there's a huge gap in the Indian economy and mm. in the IT, there's, there's a huge disparity. Mm. So they keep in mind all the sections of the society they are addressing to while making their films. They should be responsible and they should be called out for their actions. Absolutely. And and it is not that, you know, like, uh, uh, I, I would like to quote here one of the things which I have seen, you know, it's not like that they themselves don't agree to it. They have publicly often apologized and have felt guilty of performing in such films. For example, I had seen one of the episodes of Satyamev Chayate where Amir Khan himself uh, had said that he regrets of doing such kind of films where he is forcefully kissing uh, his uh, female co-stars because it's the demand of the script, because it's the demand of the story. So yes, so it is into the talk, but I think this needs to be promoted and brought to the mainstream so that, because as we just discussed, it is also the responsibility of these big stars. What impact are they making on the young minds? 
So I've often observed, uh, Ananya, that women-centric movies are not very much promoted in our society. And in male-centric movies, female actors are often in supporting roles. So do you think the taste of our audience plays a role in this and, and, and needs to be talked about? He shares that something that's very subjective, I feel, because you mm -hmm. can't control what a person wants and doesn't want to see. Mm. You can't control a person's mind and what they find mm -hmm. amusing or entertaining. But definitely we can uh, take a step forward in a way by educating them mm -hmm. that entertainment is not just what we, uh, what the movie is portraying entertainment goes beyond that mm. entertainment can be intellectually enriching movies mm. entertainment can be movies that talk about mm -hmm. social problems and issues entertainment can be a lot of things and mm. it's not just dumb objectification of things sexualization mm -hmm. of things it's not uh, just stupid mm -hmm that doesn't make sense it's mm. not just action that uh, defies the laws of physics mm -hmm. entertainment <laughs> entertainment is a, a bigger thing mm. so we need to like uh, denormalize first of all we need to denormalize mm. how we give entertainment and mm. then we need to take a step forward mm. in awareness mm -hmm. about how we can both learn from hmm. give to the society by hmm. accepting and spreading like making hmm. these uh, women-centric movies and movies that hmm. have deeper issue hmm. they're putting hmm. a hit on the box office hmm. go a long way as a society if we normalize hmm those movies more than what we watch now like there are a lot of things on the spectrum you know on one hand we have really great women-centric movies which have amazing storyline very powerful uh, you know artistic impression like mardani etc and on the other end of the spectrum we have uh, extremely pseudo-feminist movies like Vire the wedding what do you have to say about this Shares <laughs> movie like <laughs> definitely there's a huge gap between movies that show a strong female lead and mm. then there are movies that show feminism as women being reckless mm. basically mm -hmm. okay so i feel the directors the creators the writers don't take responsibility of what they are coming up with. Mm. They should be made responsible of what they are bringing to mm. such a huge platform mm. that affects so many different people in so many different ways. Right. There's a there's definitely a huge gap between movies that are good mm. and then are movies that are plainly stupid. Mm. have nothing to do with feminism yes. that have nothing to do with female empowerment mm. yet people are made to believe mm -hmm. that this feminism is about and that that is what I feel brings down the movement a little yes it exactly I, I can't agree more you know uh, some kind of I don't know whether you we, we should call it intolerance or we should call it I don't know extreme form of something but pushing the pendulum uh, to the other side so far that it it degrades the whole movement and more than movement it is it demolishes like, the yes. gravity of what the movement stands for you know and it is misinterpreted completely after that it's completely misinterpreted and then people don't take things seriously yes then there are people who say what is feminism and what it stands for it's mm. just women doing whatever the hell they want mm. it's not feminism is not that mm.
Yes, I, I can't agree more actually. So, well, you know, so as we move towards the last section of our episode, uh, what do you think all this things which we have discussed so far, do you think this creates a stereotype for women in the society and, and brings trouble to them the way they are portrayed? Well, Shres, I would like to ask you, mm-hmm. do you think the movies that you've watched through your, uh, like, young mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. do you think that they have created a stereotype about women in your mind? Even after such a brilliant education, even after such a brilliant upbringing, do you think there's a slight stereotype when it comes to women in your mind? Being completely honest here. I would answer this question honestly. I am conditioned uh, because of such things to such a point that unconsciously, even if I don't mean, I often discriminate. And a very small example of it would be if we think of certain jobs, if you say, or certain work, which is physically very demanding, we always imagine a male doing that thing. For example, if I think about a soldier, we always imagine a male. If we think about a boxer, a wrestler, we always imagine, I personally always imagine a male doing that thing, which is beyond, which is some, which is contradictory to my education, which is contradictory to my real opinion. But as I said, it is all unconscious because of the conditioning. Thank you so much for being honest, Shreyas, because it's not just you, even women, even a person who can call herself a feminist, Mm -hmm. speaking myself, Mm -hmm. even consciously, sometimes I can judge a woman for her choices. That's how I've been conditioned. Mm -hmm. I'm that... Uh, my upbringing and my education is making me question that mm. I'm great. I'm being able to spread awareness and talk about it, mm-hmm. but unconsciously there is uh, they, these movies, the way people talk, the way women have been portrayed through the ages in our society. It has created a image in our minds of what a woman should and should not be. Mm. Objectification does not necessarily stem from men. Mm-hmm. Comes from women as well. There are like mm-hmm. away from the entertainment industry and superficial words and in other industries like coming here to the social media platforms mm an Instagram account mm-hmm. we can see hundreds thousands of comments mm. by men there are women too yes judging a mm-hmm. female for her choices right objectifying a person for their choices so it's not just it's about how a person is. It's not just about men. It's not mm-hmm. just, it's, it is definitely about patriarchy, patriarchy mm-hmm. but that is not the only cause of it. Yes, we cannot solely blame it. Mm. Yes. So, what I feel is to overcome this, we mm-hmm. first need to denormalize what has, what we have been conditioned to. Mm. We first need to clear that clutter and then we will be able to move forward great thank you so much for 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 this insightful vision i i really appreciate that so anane we have spoken about the in in such great detail we have completely dismantled and uh, this 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 problem which which i feel was also necessary because unless we don't talk about its perils uh, how would we move towards the solutions but somewhere i feel that we hardly and we seldom reflect on the solutions you know if we talk about the whole movement itself i think nothing happens with slogan mongering uh, 
you also need to talk about practical and practicable solutions so as as conscious youth of our society what do you think we can do to gradually change this mindset because i think as you as you also said that we we our mind has been set towards it you know it's not a mindset our mind has been set towards it it's been conditioned so how can we bring gradual change well shares to bring gradual change first of all i'd like to give you and people like you who are taking a step forward by talking about things like this on platforms where people can have access to our opinions to have insights and where people can voice their opinions about uh, topics like this that's a huge step and i feel that's the first step towards making any necessary change and then gradually moving further it's definitely important to educate the new youth mm. it's very like i said first to overcome this problem we first need to denormalize what has been normalized in our minds we need to teach everyone not just the young impressionable minds but also question the people who have normalized these things how far do you think it is justified to sexualize women men or any person in the name of capitalism mm. how far it is justified to treat a person as a mere object and then we will be able to teach what is right to the coming generations yes so first mm -hmm. clear the clutter out of our minds first we need to break <laughs> like we say mm. we need to break the cycle the cycle of it's a vicious cycle <laughs> this thought mm. this thought process of what a woman is and what a woman is not supposed to be like mm. yes and break that to break that i feel the men in our society are more responsible mm. than women because then a woman comes forward and says i want my place in this position mm. i want to have equal opportunities mm. i to be portrayed as a person as my talent and not as an object mm. when forward to a stage and says that there are 10 other voices behind her who are saying keep it down mm. smile a little why are you she faces a lot of dissent job. yes right and not just dissent they demean her voice mm. they don't take her seriously there are yes. say not just women not all men mm. i agree but the only time you speak about it is when a woman is voicing her opinions that is not right you are mm. taking our feminists created a space for women women to speak about their problems and their issues when a feminist is voicing her opinions and you come up and say not all men mm. you are taking her space mm. but we as a movement are definitely not uh, spreading this idea that all the men all the opposite gender is like is mm -hmm. to be demonized or we hate all the men there are which further But, complicates the problem yeah it definitely complicates the problem because then instead of uh, having to instead of spreading awareness about what our problem was the focus shifts on something else which is not that relevant at that mm. so yes i feel first of all the first thing that we need to do is 
declutter our mind denormalize what has been normalized the second thing that we need to do is listen to feminists listen to women when they speak up mm. and not take their space yes and then the third thing that we need to do is come up with better options that can replace the trash that's been portrayed mm. very important the responsibility of the creators mm. to create the movies to create better songs that can replace and entertain their audience as much as a simple item song does mm. it is the responsibility so, of course feel that's the way that we have to go absolutely i i can't agree more and i'm so thankful for, for, for to you for making it so clear that we not only need to declutter but we also need to redefine a lot of things so ananya as we approach the end of our episode which i'm very uh, regretful about i would request you to give our listeners some takeaways okay so me being me i would like to tell our listeners to listen to us <laughs> that being said what i mean is you don't need to be a very successful or a famous person to have to speak about to be able to speak about these very important topics in our society mm. be a student in a small college in india you mm-hmm. can be a big industrialist you can be a huge celebrity you can be anybody and you can speak about the topics that we need to talk about to bring a reform and bring a change a positive change in this world there are a number of people questioning our authority when we talk about things like this saying how can you say how can from where does it come from you have no experience and things like that but the fact that a person is willing to educate themselves and then come to a platform and spread positive and informed news shares so mm. the takeaway i would like our audience to take from this episode of your podcast mm-hmm. is to listen to us and not just us to listen to every person who has something positive and something educational to give to you be it about topics that concern you or the topics that don't concern you but are of importance in the modern world there are a number of people who will come up to question our authority and like they will question us uh, based on our experience our knowledge and how can we speak about an issue that is so huge mm. and yeah, yeah without we... doing any uh, substantial or considerable work right. as if i need how to get a certificate do... to talk about <laughs> something which is bothering uh, the youth around us so much it is bothering because people don't like listening to other people people don't like listening to things that are breaking their thought process you know mm. something that is not normal people will not like to listen to it yes it's real but then we i would really really request all all our listeners mm-hmm. to listen to to read and to educate yourself about things that you find uncomfortable things that you feel don't concern you but are of grave importance to the modern world yeah that how we as a generation will come forward and build a better world that's how we'll change the stereotypes that's how we'll denormalize things so also another thing if you call yourself a feminist mm mm-hmm. 
please consider adding to whatever your definition of feminism is please consider adding to it that a feminist is only a feminist when they don't judge other people for their choices yes that that being said whatever small step a person can take towards the right direction is still a step towards the right direction so it should be appreciated yes i i can't agree more actually and and i personally feel that the takeaway from this whole episode is boundless it's infinite it's unlimited and and as you said i i really love that line and i would like to reiterate it that i need not to be gandhis or teresas or gagas or nelson mandelas in order to speak about the issues which are so badly needed i can be a simple youth i i i can be uh, i can belong to a very small town of a very small country and speak about such topics which can bring a change and we need to come out of the perception that ignorance is a bliss no ignorance causes chaos knowledge exactly. is a bliss so right. i'm so thankful to you once again ananya for making out so much time despite your extremely busy routine and and talking about uh, such an interesting topic i really enjoyed and i don't want a major delight <laughs> thank you so much and it was really enriching i learned so much from you every time we talk oh and that, that's such a nice compliment then i hope and mm-hmm. i hope our little chat can bring a, a little change in the minds of the listeners that hear us today of course of course and and i'm super positive about it so thank you so so much once again so that's all for this episode folks i would love to know your thoughts on what do you feel about um the whole chat which we had you can find me on instagram and facebook uh please tell us what did you feel about today's agenda it was amazing speaking with you ananya so that's all for today see you until next time in a brand new episode of timeless perspective till then good luck goodbye and take care